That's right. This is the first podcast of 2018. Tom, you never get to San Diego and Los Angeles, right? Are you going to get 2017, 2018, right? You don't write checks anymore. At least that helps, right? People write checks. I do. Okay. Uh, no, I don't. I. The only check I write is when I pay my condo uh, dues at, every month. That's the only time I write a check. No, you were supposed to write a check for the auction league. They oh, I wrote that. I did do that. I did that. I paid. I paid. Where? When? Like three, when I got knocked out of the playoffs. So yeah, we, like week 15 or something. I was like going to deduct the prices for my winnings because I, I had the best team, but yeah. it didn't quite work out. We have guys who want to play with house money in the NFBC and NFFC, too. We don't allow that. So <laughs> you might not be invited back to the beat. I will be invited back. I, it's My name's on the league title. I have to play. I'll talk to Andy to see if that check bounced or not. So Derek. Yeah. Derek, you never did that. You never paid in week 15, did you? No, I've never been in the beat, uh, Tom and Greg. Like, however, I, I guess I am in the baseball one that we're going to do in February, so it'll be I, a... By the way, I've never paid in week 15 either. I paid before week 15. <laughs> yeah, we've invited you to the beat Tom and Greg and Derek NFBC auction, and that baby sold out in half a day, so... Uh, we got to get our shit together because, first of all, Tom and I suck in baseball. I'm ready. I'm already ready. Yeah. Hey, we're already ready in our NF- FSTA league. That's right. That draft started already. They're talking about it on SiriusXM, so we're not supposed to announce all of our picks, but uh, we got the sixth pick. We're going to announce that right now. We took Bryce Harper. Do we feel good about that? Derek, do we feel good about having Bryce Harper as our first foundation piece? Well, of course you do. I mean, again, six picks, so we weren't obviously able to get an Altuve or a Trout. So, uh, I mean, we kind of debated on uh, who we wanted there. I mean, was it Stanton? Was it Harper? And to me, you can't go wrong. That's not how we're not going to win or lose uh, this league based on that pick. Like you said, awesome foundational piece. So I, it was fine. Bryce Harper, six. I'll, I'll take that all day. Yeah, he's 24 years old, entering his free agent season. I love the way guys go all out on their free agent season. That's what I liked about that pick. We were talking about Stanton or Kershaw. Chose not to go that route. Uh, Stanton went like 10th. Kershaw went 13th. I knew this industry draft, Kershaw would not go early, but he went 13th, which is insane, actually. And then in the second round, we came back. So we got the, what is that, uh, 23rd, because it's a 14-team league. We ended up taking George Springer. We wanted Lindor. Definitely wanted Lindor, but he didn't fall to us. Uh, Judge went just before us. He, he lasted a long time. So then we took uh, George Springer, another young guy. You know, he only had five stolen bases last year. That was crazy. Yeah, I mean, he didn't, have any, he didn't have any for like the first four months of the season, so they I all know. came late. Yeah. yeah. No, it did. Uh, about 34 home runs, hitting 283. Harper hit 310. Those are two guys that will help our batting average. So we're off and running. So we'll let you know about the baseball draft. But uh, we got to talk about football right now. First of all, we're going to talk about our NFFC postseason contest. We have over 500 teams signed up already. That's well ahead, about 25% of where we were last year at this time. So 
Signups are rolling in. Come on in. Play with us. Play NFFC.com. Go there. Get your team. Win $100,000. This is the dandy. We're going to talk about it on our SiriusXM show tomorrow. We're going to pick our teams, guys. We're going to let people know who we would take one player from each of the 12 playoff teams. We know who they are right now. We're going to talk about the NFFC today, guys. Let's talk about who's going to win that in the NFFC. And, Derek, I know you're feeling pretty good. Philadelphia is the number one seed. they got to buy. Minnesota's number two seed. They've got to buy. Tell me, Minnesota fans, Vikings bandwagon fans, they're expecting two home games, aren't they? At this point, I, I think you are. Uh, I had a little fun with Sa- Andy Saxton over the weekend. Uh, he's a, obviously a big Eagles fan, and I was kind of ribbing him. And I think the Eagles might be the worst number one seed uh, that we've seen in any major professional sport since I couldn't remember. I think we came up with uh, the University of Cincinnati basketball team right before they lost Kenyon Martin in the NCAAs one year. So, I, I mean, as a Vikings fan, yeah, you're, I mean, you always have that thought in the back of your head. It's like, what the hell is going to go wrong this year? But, I mean, I, I honestly can't see a way that uh, Philly Philly wins a home game. I mean, New Orleans or Carolina going in there, to me, uh, even Atlanta going in there, if Atlanta somehow beats the Rams, I, I just think uh, with the way Foles is playing, and the, their defense is good, but it's not great. It's not even as good as Minnesota's. Uh, their pass defense has been horrendous, even though it hasn't showed up the last two weeks because they've gotten Derek Carr and Dak Prescott. So, uh you know, that didn't didn't show like they were bad, but I, I just don't see any way Philly uh, wins a game. So at that point, again, the NFC is wide open, but at that point, the 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 road to the Super Bowl is coming through Minneapolis. So somebody's going to have to beat the Vikings here. Tom, do you agree with that? Philadelphia's defense looked good against Dallas. I mean, Dallas had all their starters out there and they held them to basically six points most of the game, and then. Um, but offensively, boy, they got a goose egg. How do you put up zero at home against Dallas? So what do you think? Do you think Philadelphia is going to be one and done? Yeah, I said it after Wentz got hurt. They were done. They're over. You're not winning without Carson Wentz. That was a monumental blow. It, it destroyed their Super Bowl chances. They're done, yeah. As far as Minnesota, uh, you know, looking at this, could they play the uh, Saints, Derek? If the Saints sure. Yes, if Atlanta, okay. yep, if Atlanta wins. Um, yeah, the Saints, assuming the Saints obviously okay. win, would come here, yep. Okay, so yeah, the Saints are coming out of the NFC, so the, the Vikings won't get past round one uh, for them, round two overall, so they'll lose to the Saints because the Saints are the best team in the well, NFC the Ram, right the now. Rams would be the, if the Rams win, the Rams are coming first, so. Yeah, okay, the Rams beat them too. So the Saints, basically the Vikings are not winning a playoff game. It's unfortunate, I... I I, you know, I like seeing them win, but you know they're going to lose. They're 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 not better than either the Saints or the Rams. So, you know, what's what can they get Carolina? Because they can beat Carolina. They can beat anybody. Sure, no, I they mean, can't beat they can't beat the Saints or the Rams. I'm telling you right now. We've already done that. We've already done that in the last, you know, this season. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, okay. You're not beating the Saints. You're not beating the Rams. You can beat the Panthers. So I don't know how that. Mac- machination will work, but that's what you got to root for. The All right. So Philadelphia is the number one seed. They would play Atlanta if Atlanta beat the Rams. Okay. Yeah. Minnesota would. Then Minnesota would play either Carolina or New Orleans, if that would be the scenario. I, okay. I honestly think this is a chalk. This is an all-chalk weekend. None of the. Uh, it's going to be one, two, three, four uh, advancing across the board. So the Rams are coming here. Um, pretty, pretty. I'd, I'd almost guarantee that the the 
it just Atlanta's not the same team. The Rams, like you said, are decent, very good. Going to play at home. They got they're you know it's, they basically rested Gurley and full uh, excuse me uh, Goff last week. They're they're ready. They're primed. They're going to take care of Atlanta. Same thing. New Orleans going to beat the crap out of Carolina. I think so. Uh, it's chalk AFC NFC. So it's it's the Rams coming in two weeks. I, I go ahead, Tom. I just feel bad for the Vikings. I mean, as what? I look at this. I mean, they, they should be the number one seed because the Eagles are dead, but they not, they're not going to win. They're going to lose next week. It's, it's terrible. God, I'm sorry, Vikings fans. It sucks. Yeah, you Man. keep lying. You don't feel sorry for the Vikings, and you don't want to see them win. You said you did on both of those counts. I, I, you know, I don't have any animus to the Vikings. I'm just looking at the playoff picture. It just, you know, it would suck to be the number two seed when the number one seed is clearly weak and, and beaten. And you're not going to win a game. Blueprint, How terrible is that? Blueprint's exactly the same terrible. as it was six weeks ago when the Rams came. We bottle up Gurley no, and take... Not. It's the exact same blueprint. Carson Wentz was six weeks ago, Carson uh, Wentz was healthy. not talking about the Eagles. The Eagles are done. I'm yeah, talking well, about the Rams. They are done, but the Vikings aren't going to beat the Rams of the same. Man, it's terrible. I'm sorry, Derek. Did you, did just, you see six bad, weeks ago? I feel bad for Derek. Six weeks I ago, 24-7. to seven, Derek's all fired up about domination. this. He wants us so badly, and they're going to lose next week. It's terrible. I'm, I'm sorry, man. Here's here's the here's the sad thing about that. So uh, prior to this NFL season even starting, I bought a plane ticket to Las Vegas with one of my buddies for a divisional round to go out there and watch and bet bet games. So I'm going to <laughs> Vegas, so I'm not even going to be at the game. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Actually, I agree with Derek. I think it is going to be chalk this week. I think it's going to be very tough for Atlanta to win at the Rams. Atlanta. They just don't look the same. Yes, they won the other day, but they just don't look the same. And Carolina at New Orleans, I love the way New Orleans is playing. I'm with you, Tom. I think they got a great chance. Okay, if they're the four seed and they play Philadelphia, they've got a great chance to win there. Rams-Minnesota will be a hell of a game. The thing I like about the Vikings is they have not let off the pedal the whole season. I mean, even against Chicago, while that ended up being a pretty close game, they continue to play extremely hard on defense, and they are very, very tough to score against. So uh, I just like the way Minnesota's playing. Like now, I love the way the Rams are playing. I love the way the New Orleans is playing. As far as the chalk on the AFC side, come on, Buffalo at Jacksonville, Tennessee at Kansas City. Home teams are holding serve there. I, I no doubt. God bless Buffalo for being in the playoffs for the first time in 17 years. But Derek, you give them any chance at all? No, not. I mean, especially if Sean McCoy can't Shady? go. If he can't go, I don't. I don't even know how they're going to get six points. I mean, I don't know that. The, I mean, I don't know how they'll cross the fifty-yard line against Jacksonville, to be honest with you. And I know Blake Bortles is no great uh, playoff wizard, but I, I just can't see any way they stay within ten points of Jacksonville. It's just that game's going to be done before it starts. And t- Tennessee's just a horrible football team. I can't believe they actually beat Jacksonville last I, week. I, um, I think that if I'm going to pick an upset, that would be the one. I don't think. I, I think the Chiefs win. But if I had to pick an upset, it's the Titans over the Chiefs. The Titans, I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they've been a disappointment. But the, the Chiefs' defense can be had. If I'm going to pick one, that's the one. I, I, I agree pick. with you. If one goes that way, I think that one would be yeah. the one. I just think Tennessee's a shitty football team. Oh, I do, too. I, I completely think the Chiefs should steamroll them. But if I had to pick one, yeah. that would be the one I'd feel. Because I don't like any of the other underdogs at all. Or the I, yeah, I don't like Tennessee. I don't see that offense putting up enough to, to match Kansas City. I don't see them winning. Kansas City have 80,000 rabid fans there. They still think they got a chance to win this thing. They know they've beaten New England once before. If they win this one, they go back up to New England and, and take them on again. So I think Kansas City's loaded for bear. The one upset possible for me, 
and I know you disagree, Tom, would be Carolina at New Orleans. I think, you know, they've seen each other enough times. They've beaten them twice already. We know what it's about. I know Carolina's not that great, but you just never know with Cam. He could put together a, an unbelievable game, but uh, I, I agree. I, I think it's chalk across the board this weekend. Yeah, I mean, certainly division teams, you yeah. know, third time they play, it's always tough. And you're right, we, we never know what Cam we're going to get. If we get the, the Week 15 Cam... They could go into New Orleans and win. If we get the weeks, or excuse me, the week sixteen, if we get the week seventeen, Cam, they're gonna get their asses kicked because he was terrible this past Sunday. So, yeah, that, it all comes down to what Cam will see. And division ga- games tend to be different. So, yeah, I, I could, I could see. I just think the man, Kamara and Ingram, and I know the Panther. The Panthers are terrible in their pass defense, so Bree should be able to throw on them. I just, I can't see it. Before I give it up on week 17, I want to ask your thoughts about Patrick Mahomes. What did you think of him? I, I thought that first drive, he looked really good, and he took him down on that last drive to win the game. So uh, thoughts on Patrick Mahomes, and if you think Alex Smith will be back running that team next year. Ugh. I mean, I guess we'll find out in the playoffs. If he yeah. has a big playoff run, then yeah, I think they would keep him. But I would turn the thing over to Mahomes. I, I want to see a quarterback with a big arm who's going to throw downfield, take advantage of Tyreek Hill and Kelsey more. I mean, I know Smith did more of that this year, but they still had that drought where Smith reverted back to being Alex Smith. He didn't take chances. He wasn't aggressive, but then he kind of came out of it at the end. So we'll see what the playoffs hold. But Mahomes, yeah, I was impressed. It was a tough matchup. Denver's D is still good. So I thought he acquitted himself pretty well. Yeah, I did too. I, I was impressed with him and – I would have no problem trading Smith next year. He's under contract for one more year, but somebody will take him at $18.5 million, That's a bargain, and I'd go to Mahomes. I, I like him an awful lot. All right, Derek, we're not going to include you in this conversation. We're just going to talk me and Tom. Tom, what do you think about the Packers getting rid of Teddy Thompson? Fucking awesome, man. <laughs> I, I'd be celebrating if it wasn't so fucking cold here. I can't move, but, yeah, that was fantastic. That was the best New Year's present that we could have gotten. It's what both of us wanted. We talked about it on the Sirius show last week. We both wanted him. He's been, he should have been gone about four years ago. He's So he's long overstayed his welcome. It'll be interesting to see what they do. If they promote yeah. from within, they've got t- candidates in, in the organization they like. There's some guys outside the organization they like. So that'll be the interesting thing. But, yeah, I'm, I'm so glad he's gone. Yeah, they're going to make him a glorified scout. Yeah, so they did what I said. They, they were just <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't want them to just fire his fucking ass. But no, they did exactly what you said to do. So hold on, wait. They're making the GM who never spent a dollar on free agents a guy that's going to go scout potential free agents. No, no, scouting. That's all he does. He wants to go to the senior ball, spend the whole week at the senior ball. He loves scouting. That's what he was. That's what he's going to do. And they're going to make him a glorified college scout. He'll still talk to whoever the GM is. And I think it's going to be one of the three guys in the organization right now. I hope it's Elliot Wolf. That's what we both said. But uh, we'll see if they give it to him. But, uh, no, hey, Derek, let's talk about this. So you're, you're looking at the NFC North right now. Packers got a new GM defensive coordinator. The Bears are going to have a new head coach. The Lions are going to have a new head coach. The only stability is in Minnesota right now, but who knows? Maybe all three teams will get better with this. What do you think about all the coaching changes we've seen this weekend? 
Well, as you said, some of them long overdue uh, can only help. I think it, the one that really helps is the Lions. I think the Lions have a ton of talent, and Jim Caldwell is just not the right guy for, for that for that team. Bears, uh, you know, young quarterback, defense pretty solid this year, so they got to get some wide receiver help in Chicago, and you get, bring in the right coaches. We've seen what the right coaches can do, uh, you know, coming into a team such as uh, like the Ram, like McFay did with the Rams. So it, it can it can happen quickly. So as a Vikings fan, you know, it's – you're happy to be on top, but at the same time, you know things can change real, real quick with the talent in our division. So, uh, yeah, we'll see uh, what 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 happens. I'm interested to see which which coach comes in. Now they're saying Matt Patricia has a really good shot at the at the Lions' job, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, actually, uh, our guy Shermer, our offense coordinator, is getting requests for interviews all over the place too. So, we'll uh, hopefully he doesn't end up in the division uh, in the division, but we'll see. I don't know. Hey, let's let's admit that an offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator can make a huge difference. All you got to do is look at Atlanta this year. They haven't done much. Look at San Francisco. Shanahan finally got his quarterback, and he installed a really innovative system, I thought. So it can make a difference. In Detroit, the GM there has ties to New England. So look at Josh Daniels as well. He could get the job there uh, as long as Patricia, either one of those two guys. So very interesting. Tom? I don't think our defense is that decimated. I don't think it's that bad. I think a defensive quarter, I know they're not great, but there are some changes. A free agent signing here, there. get a number one quarterback, pay for a number one quarterback. I think some things could happen in Green Bay with the right defensive coordinator. Well, yeah, I think they got to get talent, though. I mean, that that's the key is, is upgrading the talent base, and I think a new GM will be able to do that, but it better identify talent. I mean, that's what they need to do. They don't have a strong pass rush. They, they're terrible in the secondary. They need more team speed. Uh, they got a lot of holes, but I do have a, 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 some level of optimism now that a new GM will be able to utilize all the methods of team improvement at his disposal rather than just drafting all the time because that just didn't work. Yep, no doubt about that. All right, let's talk real quickly about the NFC side of our postseason contest. Again, we have over 500 teams already at $150 each, $100,000 grand prize. We're going to hit 1,600 teams this year, which would be a record for us. So get your teams right now. You can start setting your lineups. You can change them around. But let's talk about the NFC because there's no chalk play here when it comes to quarterback. I'm going to ask you guys, are you going to – Take Gurley as your chalk play and hope he gets to the Super Bowl? Or who is your quarterback that you're going to take from the NFC? Who do you like from your quarterback? And again, if you take Drew, Drew Brees, that means you can't take Kamara or Ingram. So, Tom, I'm going to start off with you. Who is your chalk play at running back and who is your chalk play at quarterback? Well, it's not in the NFC for quarterback. It's, it'll be Roethlisberger. Uh, so I want to get Kamara in there because I think the Saints are going to the Super Bowl. I also, this week, would put Gurley in there just in case because I think they're the second-best team. Um, I don't have any Vikings, Derek, sorry. Uh, so, yeah, Roethlisberger would be my quarterback. I want to get shares of Kamara and Gurley because I think those one of those two teams is going to get to the Super Bowl. All right, Derek, you're starting two quarterbacks in this format, so you got to have an NFC quarterback. Who are you looking at? Is Keenum the sleeper play there at quarterback? Uh, I would use Keenum, actually, if I was doing one lineup. Uh, I think uh, I also would like to get Kamara in there. I think the Saints are playing three yep. games because they beat uh, Carolina, they beat Philly, and then they have to come to Minneapolis. So I'm also getting uh, Kamara in there as my Saint. Uh, on the Vikings side, Keenum's, Keenum is the play because I don't know who else to pick there. Do you, would you want to yep. use Thielen? Would you want to use Diggs? Would you want to use Rudolph? Would you want to use Latavius Murray? At 
at, at the end of the day, the ball goes through Keenum no matter what. So, uh, again, as a Vikings fan, hopeful Vikings fan, I think the Vikings are playing three games, which would make make them going to the Super Bowl. So, on the NFC side, I don't see another quarterback that I would use over Keenum based on the personnel of everyone else. Yeah, if I'm doing one team, I think I'm going Keenum, Gurley, and Kamara as well. The wide receivers will be interesting to choose from. I guess uh, you can throw Julio out there and maybe be one and done. Carolina... I don't know, maybe Funches, maybe their defense is who you choose, be one-on-done on the defense. Because, again, you got a kicker in the defense, and those are ones that you don't mind if you don't get the multipliers there. So take a look at that. On the AFC side, I'm going to ask you, Derek. Tom says he likes Big Ben. Would you go the Roethlisberger route, or would you go Lev Bell with Brady? Uh, it seems like chalk. Yeah, I think I do think it's a Steelers year to go to the Super Bowl. I think they end up beating New, uh, New England, so I, I would – agree with Tom and use Roethlisberger as my week one guy and then I'd obviously uh, jump on Bell before they even play a game and get the multiplier on him um, yep. so that's that's the way I'd go in the AFC too at this point all right well, well we'll take a little deeper in the AFC tomorrow but the NFC is I just think it's the most interesting uh, people were taking multiple lineups this is gonna be a fantastic year I think there's tons of different strategies you can use this year, to be honest with you. And if I was actually able to play, I'd probably have to find a way to get five or six teams to to, yeah. to try and combat what I think could happen on the NFC side. I think the AFC is, boy, I, I, it's Pittsburgh or New England for me, so I, I, I think it's Pittsburgh's year. So I don't think the AFC, I would have to change a lot, but the NFC, I'd be mixing and matching all over the place. I mean, we could talk about, if we do more podcasts we can talk about the AFC but we got to talk about how bad Tom Brady looks yeah because Tom Brady looks bad I'm sorry he, he does not look good out there I, I lost count of the he, he he cannot throw the deep ball anymore yeah. I mean Brandon Cooks is running wide ass open all the time and he can't hit him I mean he's not looking good he had he had Cooks a couple of times on Sunday and he underthrew him he yep. underthrew him. He underthrew him in the first game of the year, too. So it's not like, you know, he's aging just during the year. He has had trouble throwing that deep ball to Cooks, and Cooks is beating guys. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's, he either getting pa- he's either getting pass interference or he's getting, you know, catches most of the time. But I wonder how many pass interferences he's had this year. Yeah. Well, they, they had the one, and this, did be, this was a PI call, so it ended up working yep. out. They scored on the drive. But there was that one play. I mean, he was running so wide open. Romo was screaming at the TV how <laughs> wide open Cooks was, and he was. He was like five yards by the guys, waving his hands in the air, and Brady underthrew it so badly that there was a P.I. call. But that's, yeah. that should have been a walk-in touchdown. He, I don't think he's looking good. I really don't. Now, they got Deion Lewis. We can talk more about this, but they got Deion Lewis going, and that's great. But I, I can't pick the Patriots because he does not look good. Ben, on the other hand, is playing really, really well right now. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that more tomorrow. I think the AFC is interesting. I'm not picking against New England at this point, although I think that number one, number two seed could be a great AFC championship game. I agree with you guys. I don't think it's going to be number one, number two in the NFC, but we'll see who emerges out of there. It is going to be interesting. If Minnesota has home field all the way through, they are going to be tough to beat. We know that. We've seen them in that damn dome that they used to have, and now this new <laughs> U.S. Bank place. That's a tough place to play, and it is really loud. Really and loud, and the defense, there. as good as yeah. the defense is, they play even better when they're at home. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, know. I, I feel bad for Derek. They're going to lose that. <laughs> it's terrible. Man, hey, bad. guys, I, you know what? 41 years old, I've lived through 41 seasons where the Vikings have not won the Super Bowl, so if it's, if it's year number 42 and they don't, 
I'll, I'll find a way to live with it, but I, at, at the same time, this is as much fun as a Vikings fan has had since 2009 when Favre was here, so we got a shot. Hey, I got to ask you, how much difference is it between the Humpty Dumpty Dome and this place? Is it even louder than the Humpty Dumpty Dome? It is. It is louder now. The acoustics are just yeah. so much better. So you get the reverberation. They don't pipe. They don't pipe the music in as much as they yeah, used like to do at the dome. <laughs> but oh, uh, the it, it, Holmgren, Holmgren hated that shit. God, it is. It is loud in there when it gets going, and that that game against uh, whoever comes in on on I think I think the Vikings are actually going to have the Sunday game. I don't know if they've announced it yet, but it so- sounds like it's trending that way. So that's Sunday on the fourteenth when whoever comes in, and most likely the Rams. It is going to be ridiculously loud. I feel it's, it's terrible when Gurley rushes for like 200 yards on him and the crowd goes quiet. Man, oh man, it's just I feel bad. It's, I feel they've bad. already announced the schedule. It's the last game on it, the Sunday. Oh, it is. They, I, okay. I missed yep. that. All right, good. Yeah, they got the last game on that Sunday. Perfect. So. All right, we got lots more to talk about tomorrow. Come join us back for that one. But in, in the meantime, get your NFFC postseason team because these babies are going to sell out quickly. Make your lineups. Yeah, don't don't, like that, don't wait till sat. Yeah, don't wait till Saturday to sign up because at some point we're gonna have to, uh, you know, cut off the signups when we reach our quota. So you can set your lineups all the way up to Saturday, but get in, get your purchases now, get that taken care of, and then then worry about setting your lineups all the way up till game time. There you go. That's the way to do it in 2018. Happy New Year, everyone. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Have a great day.